Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What an amazing slate of games we've got in this late window. Four contests, all with a lot on the line, even though it's just week seven. Welcome in as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. George, I know so much of the attention is on Chiefs Niners because it is the premier game of week seven. And then you throw the Christian McCaffrey trade on top of that gives us a lot of reason to watch what's happening in the Bay Area. But you have the Seahawks jumping out early big on the Chargers up 14 to nothing. As you heard Kevin Figures say, no Russell Wilson in Denver today. And Houston right now has got a lead on the Raiders in Las Vegas. So these four games, I think are going to provide us with some pretty good fireworks over the next three hours. Oh, if we didn't get enough already. Oh, My man. goodness. Bro, I am waiting, bro. I am waiting. There are two teams in particular that I want to light in on. Mm. And and, <laughs> okay. there are, and, and and I would imagine that you know who one of them is. And then also, there's a team that lost today that I think deserves a lot of praise. That okay. deserves a lot of praise. Now, the teams – I'll, I'll just try to put myself in the hot seat – are the teams that you want to uh, to light up? Do they both happen to have Bay in their names? Oh uh, no! Uh, okay. Only one of them. Oh, has one of Bay them. In there. Only, only one, one of them, of them does. Has, okay, yes. all right. Because I think that there actually could be an argument for maybe both of them to have it. But yes. one yes. has They're, Bay. Yes, B A Y, not B A E. I'm not that. <laughs> yeah, one of them. I just didn't. Uh, one of them. I had a lot less expectations for than everybody else did okay is it tampa bay the team that 
that I had less expectations for or the one that I want to light up? The one that you want to light up. Nope. Absolutely It's not. Green Bay. It's yes. Green Bay. All right. Let's start with the Packers who lost to the Commanders today, 23-21. to Even a crazy lateral play at the end of the game couldn't save Green Bay. They made it down the field. There was going to be a forward pass and a flag on the play. But anyway, Taylor Heineke and the Commanders go and top Green Bay, 23-21. to Why are the Packers in your crosshairs right now, George? They're three and four. They lost to the Commanders with Taylor Heineke. Dude, okay, so so Matt, Matt LaFleur is supposed to be this offensive genius, right? Mm-hmm. So now, what do Matt LaFleur, Nathaniel Hackett, and the Bears' offensive coordinator, Luke Getze. Yep, yeah, Luke Getze all have in common. Well, they were all together last year, mm-hmm. um, and they were all they, in Green Bay. Yes, they were all in Green Bay, and, and I would say that they're all well. Lafleur's still in Green Bay, but they're all in uh, different spots except Matt Lafleur. They're not and, together. And what what do they all have in common this season? Their offenses maybe have not lived up to their expectations. I would, I would. That that is a very nice way to say it. Okay. They suck. <laughs> all their okay. offenses stink. All right. They All right. stink. So maybe, maybe for, you know, if you think about all those things that they have in common, maybe it's not the players. Maybe it's not the players because the players always get all the blame. They're like, oh, all oh, these players, they stink. Oh, well, well, may, maybe it's the coaching and the play calling that stinks in, in Chicago and in, in Denver. Maybe that's the answer. Like, yes, the players have some blame on some level, and and that's fair. But the idea that these dudes get off scot-free is insane to me. I mean, so this, this isn't an Aaron Rodgers problem, is what you're oh, saying. Oh, no, 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 no. I think, I think in Green, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, that he deserves some credit for this. And, I mean, and, when, and when I say credit, I mean credit in a bad way. Okay. That he deserves some credit because first thing is, if he wasn't so freaking wishy-washy, Devontae Adams would probably still be there. Because part of the reason why he wanted to leave is is because he wasn't sure about Aaron Aaron Rodgers' future. So that's part of it. And the second thing is, I don't think Aaron's being the best teammate right now. He's in the media talking to his teammates through the media instead of just lining up and 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 being there with them because if you if you notice a lot of his comments are directed kind of at his teammates. He's mm-hmm. kind of like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. those guys, they got to do better. We got to figure it out. They got to make some plays. Bro, y- you are the ultimate leader." You have to, you are the leader of the team. You have to get everybody on the same page. So if they're not doing their job, that's your fault, bro. That is your fault. You are too deep into this game to be just putting it on other people. The, the going all the way back, and this isn't just a, this isn't a Jordan love thing. 
But to your point of like of, of comments and stuff and of being wishy-washy, like that's part of the reason why they drafted Jordan Love as well, because you just didn't know about Rodgers. You didn't know what he was all about. And then when they draft him, it's even more wishy-washy on what you're going to do when you're in this this window. The toughest part for Green Bay, I I think, like when it comes to Rodgers, is he wasn't good today behind an offensive line that still is missing pieces and has a difficult time coming together. And now you've got Aaron Jones as your best wide receiver on your team. Like that, Alan Lazard got knocked out today, and Aaron Jones ends up being like your your threat. And there are there there are the phrase you know mountain out of a molehill. Well, there are about four or five molehills that have been built up, and <laughs> and and that's now all of a sudden why I think you have Green Bay where they are. Uh, is Rogers getting older? Yeah, has his wishy washy comments in the past been something that has made Green Bay react a certain way, or maybe made you know Devontae Adams make a decision? Yeah, they all may seem minor at the time, but then they end up adding up to a certain point. And then Green Bay's got their decisions on how are they going to operate, how are they going to run a franchise if Aaron Rodgers decides to move on while you draft a quarterback, or you say, hey, let's win with defense and and running the football. Well, you can't run the football because your offensive line isn't uh, intact. The defensive plan has not been good. Yeah, There's just a lot of little things that I think that with the Packers have started to add up, and now they're big things, and that's how you end up losing to the Washington Commanders. Oh, they are it. If uh, you know how Aaron Rodgers in previous seasons was like R E L A X, there's nothing to relax about at this point. There's nothing to relax about. They are uh, three games back. Well, actually, really three and a half games back on the what? Well, technically, if we're getting super technical, they're actually three games back because the, the Vikings have played one less game. So and and then they have the advantage of of uh, of a head to head win right now, too. So the Vikings are sitting at five and one. They are sitting at three and four. And the the most concerning thing about this Packers team, Dan, is that they lost to the Giants who and, and granted, the Giants are the worst six and one team I think I've ever seen. But <laughs> but they've lost to the Giants. The Jets, who have don't even have a functional quarterback situation yet, and the Commanders, who don't have a functional quarterback situation yet, those are problems. It'd be different if they lost to the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Chargers or something, or or the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Cowboys. Then then you'd be like, all right, cool. But how are they supposed to do against those teams? Yeah. Yeah. And they got the Bills next week. Yeah. So like that's that's a yeah, guaranteed the- loss, bro. This is the and, and the Bills are coming off hay. a bye? Ain't no way. No way. It, the You know, the, the, the Taylor Heineke thing with the Commanders as well, it's funny because he seems to provide this boost to that team, but that still shouldn't be enough for Green Bay to uh, – to lose like I, they, I, they weren't an enormous favorite I think around four and a half five points but you have a change at quarterback Washington has got their own off-field stuff to deal with I know that a lot of Packer fans travel and so you're not going to have a full home field advantage for Washington it's another benefit with that road game yeah there's a lot there's a lot there for that doesn't allow Green Bay to have an excuse I just don't know what you do except play better I know, like well, starting the game, they were o, they were over five on third down. Couldn't compete, you know. Couldn't complete any third downs. They end up getting back into the game, you know, and scoring late, but then couldn't get a, 
a, a stop on defense to to really give them a legitimate chance uh, to go and kick a game-winning field goal. But you shouldn't be in that position in the first place if you're playing Washington. You know what the most important thing is that Taylor Heineke does? The most important thing that that he does when he's on the field. I'm going to say make uh, – n- doesn't make negative plays. Well, that and – the and but most importantly, he throws the ball to Terry McLaurin. Oh, there you go. That's, okay. All right. <laughs> that, that is the most important thing that you can do if you are a quarterback to help yourself. Throw the ball to Terry McLaurin. Like, if you're not throwing the ball to your captain and your best wide receiver on the team, I mean, consider this. He had the most targets today than since, uh, what's that, September September 25th when when, when he got nine targets. That's the last time that he's even had more than six. Do you remember exactly? <laughs> so it's been a month of September. Exactly. Do you do you remember seventeen? Do you remember the guy that for the last couple of seasons has caught for over a thousand yards and had over a hundred targets in each of those seasons, and and caught for nine nineteen well, as they are. No, they they heck, George. They used him on on you know on that last drive. They you know the specific play designs to get him the football, yep. you know, to, to move because the clock. he's going to win. Yes. And, and, and that is no criticism to, to any of the other young guys or to like Curtis Samuel or, you know, or, or any of the other guys, the, uh, the uh, rookie that no criticism to uh, them because they're young, but, yeah, Terry McLaurin, I, I mean, that's like not going to Devontae Adams or, you know, or Tyreek Hill when it when, when it matters the most. And I know he's not quite on that on that level, but but him, him, Keenan Allen. I mean, that's like Herbert not going to Keenan, Keenan Allen. With, I mean, I know Keenan has been hurt for the last few few weeks, but but you guys get the, the point is that you're supposed to that when a quarterback, when he gets in a jam. Oh yes, when, and and he's like, I I need I know I need somebody to win, and this is a quick play. I'm going to my money. There, there's a reason that I actually am more optimistic though about Green Bay compared to Tampa Bay, and I know Tampa wasn't the other team in your crosshairs. Oh. They're in mind now for what we saw today against the Panthers. So we'll we'll get into all of that. The Seahawks got a strip sack of Justin Herbert, turned it into three points. It's now 17-0 Seahawks on top of the Chargers at the end of the first quarter. Houston's extended their lead on the Raiders on the other side of the two-minute warning. It's 10-3 Texans on top of Vegas. Jets with a 7-6 lead on Denver midway through the second quarter. And in the game of the day, the Niners lead the Chiefs 13-7. 11-13 to go until halftime. Charlotte's Web is the world's most trusted hemp extract founded to serve wellness seekers looking for safe, clean, and natural options. It's the number one CBD brand on the market. Go to charlottesweb.com and use promo code SPORTS15 for 15% off your order. That's charlottesweb.com, not available in Idaho or South Dakota. If you want to hit George up on Twitter, feel free to do so at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. We'll also reveal the other team that George has got a bone to pick with with today and the team that maybe should be okay with their loss that and so much more and in this late window 
Could there be a quarterbacking issue for a team that doesn't reside in Denver? We'll talk about that and so much more. It's Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. More of that next year on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is Steve Cavino And Rich Davis. And together, we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Out of the shotgun, Gino, four-man rush, has time. Going to lay it up over the top. That's good one in the back of the end zone. He has got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. A beautiful round run by Marquise Goodwin. First and ten. Walker gets the handoff. Starts left, goes up the middle, five. Down to the goal line. Is he in? He is. Touchdown, Seahawks. Now. Back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. (laughs) 
He's the NFL vet, George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. It is week seven in the NFL, and it is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. The highlights you heard courtesy of the Seahawks Radio Network. Seattle up on the Chargers. It was 17 to nothing, but Austin Eckler's gotten into the end zone for the Bolts, so it's 17 to 7 early in the second quarter. Brandon McManus has just kicked a field goal for Denver. They're up on the Jets 9 7, 337 to go until halftime. They are at the half in Vegas, where the Texans and Raiders are tied at 10. And it appears Kansas City has just gotten into the end zone. McCole Hardman, a score for Kansas City. I believe it's his second of the day. Kansas City, with the extra point coming up, has an opportunity to take a 14 to 13 lead. And the extra point, George Reister, ends up being good. So this time on a rush from Hardman, caught a touchdown pass earlier from Patrick Mahomes. Maybe the name that people want to know about is what Christian McCaffrey's doing. We're going to have Bo Benson in for a sec- or in a second with our fantasy hits and misses. Christian McCaffrey so far in his Niners debut, three carries, 31 yards, one reception for 13 yards. George, I kind of felt that. I was one of the only ones who was like, I don't know how this McCaffrey thing's going to work in San Francisco. It seemed to be. Why? Well, well, the the only reason. Well, actually, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, I just think the last thing that the 49ers need is another injury prone running back. And lately, Christian McCaffrey has been injury prone. Lately is the key word. Yes. Yes. But the older you get, it's usually not the better it gets. I also just wondered to myself, all right, is it is the running back position exactly what they need? Do they need to add another? You have Elijah Mitchell coming back, and I know Elijah Mitchell isn't a receiving threat. Maybe more of McCaffrey's receiving abilities are what San Francisco needs. But then how is that going to affect Debo Samuel and, and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and but a half in, it seems that Christian McCaffrey has done all right. I just was not as keen on the move as uh, as a lot of people were, even when it comes to fantasy football when we were talking about it. I wondered okay. on how it would translate, but so far so good, at least for the new Niner. Well, I, I was fine with it from, from the beginning. I hated it for my fantasy team because I had Jeff Wilson. But, <laughs> um, but as far as actual football – I had no problem with it, not even a little bit. I actually thought it could could be a g- good move, and, and specifically because of the way the 49ers team is set up. They are a team that has a good defense. They have wide receivers. Like like they're not in need anywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and they saw a position that they could significantly upgrade. They're in good contract situations with their with their players. Everything like and bringing him on. I thought was a clear sign, like, hold up, that they realized that Jimmy Garoppolo, number number one, they will not be signing him no matter what happens to a long-term deal uh, because cause he's not that guy. And and they know that they are going to have a ton of, you know, opportunity for, for Trey Lance for next season. And they want to have weapons. And so this team is built very well. As opposed to the other team, you know who the other team was that was trying to bid for McCaffrey, right? Well, the Rams. Yeah, and 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 that was pure idiocy to me. Why the hell would the Rams be trying to get Christian McCaffrey? Now, first thing is is that the Rams are kind of like the 49ers in that in that they're only going to give their running back so many carries anyway. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they, cause they, they uh, switch them out. But maybe with the 49ers that, you know, Kirk, Chris McCaffrey is going to get the lion's share of the touches. 
But for the, for the Rams, what do the Rams need? Uh, they need offensive linemen. That's yes. number one. And and, and what and what's number two that they need? Oh, offensive geez. linemen. <laughs> yeah, offensive yeah. linemen. Okay. That's number. That's yeah. priority number one, and number two for this team. Like like they need that more than they need anything else. And yeah. and and, I, I, and so to add a running back, what kind of sense does that make? He he can't help you. Yeah, and and that's kind of where I thought it was. I I don't know in the in the, in the opportunity to sell it of like hey we didn't want we didn't want him in, you know in LA you know with the Rams you know the team we're competing for you know within the division and yeah there there, there may be some truth to that but I don't think that to your point of the effect that McCaffrey would have uh with the Rams I, yeah that, that that would not be the the thing to put them over the top or to put them back on track this season they need a lot. They would need, as you said, offensive line and offensive line, and then you're being you're putting Christian McCaffrey, you know, to be more susceptible to injury if he's playing behind that offensive line. So, yeah, I I I, I understand the sell, and I think it sounds good on on paper, but I don't think it would have killed the Niners by any means if he would have ended up with the Rams. No chance. Um, the Seahawks yeah. have just turned it over. Uh, Chargers now will have the ball in, in Seahawks territory. A fumbled pitch from uh, Geno Smith to D. Eskridge, and now the Chargers are in business down ten to the Seahawks. Sorry, go ahead, George. No, uh, I was just saying that that yeah that that Christian McCaffrey's value would not be maximized there, and and we talked about last season with this Rams team and. It's actually happening a lot quicker than I actually thought that it that it was going to happen. That it, like, like that the chickens are coming home to roost. That 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 whole f them pick strategy, it leaves you in <laughs> in a, in in a position where it's like f your team at some point in time <laughs> because <laughs> because like all, all they're doing it like they, it's it's like they're playing Madden. They're like let's get all the stars. <laughs> it's not <laughs> and, and sustainable. You, you forget exactly. It's you not forget sustain- about the most important things. Yeah, and it's and it's it's not sustainable for the simple fact of at some point you have to have some sort of depth, or you have to you can't just be so bare in a certain area or at a position that you can't get anything done, and that's what it feels like right now with the offensive line when it comes to the Rams. Like you can you can you know trade your picks and figure out a way around it. But you have to at least have some depth, and they just seem to be so top heavy. And at, at some point, at some point, there were going to be moves that didn't work out for them. Like you can't just hit a jackpot on every single one of them. And I think that's also one of the things that's happening with the Rams. They got they they hit jackpots with late round picks and in, in in their secondary as well, and guys who ended up becoming starters. But yeah, it's just not st- sustainable. You, continue to need to uh, to build that foundation we'll get you a score check in a bit but right now let's take a look at the world of fantasy football our executive producer bo benson in with our fantasy hits Say, go, 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 go. fantasy hits and misses all right bo's got our hits live from the tire studios who hit in week seven bo benson all right starting off the quarterbacks uh of course joe burrow's going to be on here i think he had like three thousand yards passing in the first half of the game <laughs> Uh, He finished with 481 yards and three touchdowns on the day. Uh, Daniel Jones, 202 yards passing, one touchdown, added 107 yards rushing with another touchdown on the ground uh, for the surprisingly 6-1 Giants. 
Uh, headed over to the uh, running backs, Aaron Jones, the uh, Packers running back, didn't really do much on the ground, but he did have nine receptions for 53 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Gus Edwards of the Ravens, he had 66 yards rushing with two touchdowns as well. And then, of course, if Joe Burrow's on the li- on this list, then Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd are going to be on here too. Uh, 130 yards, two touchdowns on eight receptions for Chase. 155 yards, one touchdown, and eight receptions for Boyd today. No T. Higgins, though. Um, no. Yeah, unfortunately. Can, can, can I, a, can, I yeah. do a, can I do a quick tease for the misses? Yes. 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 I for the uh, for the fantasy misses. There's going to be a guy on here. You're going to be absolutely shocked to see on that list, and I, I hope you guys can figure out who it is. But oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. You can find Bo on Twitter at Bo T Benson. Uh, our fantasy misses coming up next hour here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I had the opportunity at it. Oh, I know Josh. exactly who it is. Uh, I'm I'm curious. Bo has intrigued me with that tease. It all just makes me want to do fantasy misses. Oh, there are multiple players who who have an opportunity to be on the, that list. Multiple, multiple, uh, and I mean big fantasy names. My my fantasy team is very mid today, George. <laughs> very well, very mid. Both of these dudes were less than mid. Okay. All right, we'll get to we'll get. I'll I'll let you reveal who you think. But Bo's uh, fantasy misses coming up at the uh, at the top of the uh, coming up next hour. It is Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. The Breeders' Cup World Championships are coming to iconic Keeneland November 4th and 5th. Don't miss the world's best thoroughbreds race for their share of $31 million in purses and awards. Visit BreedersCup.com to watch all the action live on November 4th and 5th. Mike Williams has just gotten into the end zone for the Chargers. It's one of our four late games. Let's head over to the news desk. Kevin Figures can give us up to keep us up to date of what is happening in those games as the Bolts are pulling closer to the Seahawks. What's going on, Kevin? All right, Danny, you're right. Seattle got out to a 17 to nothing lead over the Chargers, but now pending the extra point, it could be 17 to 14. The extra point is up, and it is good. So it will be a 17 to 14 lead for Seattle over the Chargers midway through the second quarter. Some big injury news out of this game: Seattle star receiver DK Metcalf was carted off of the field with a knee injury early in the second quarter. He has been ruled out. Uh, you also have in San Francisco the Chiefs a 25-yard touchdown run from Cole Harbin that accentuates an earlier touchdown pass he had from Patrick. Mahomes. Holmes, 14-3 is the lead for the Chiefs with about two and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Just getting ready to start the second half. The Raiders and Texans are tied at 10 apiece. Derek Carr finding Mac Hollins for a touchdown reception towards the end of the first half. Two minutes and 20 seconds to go in the second quarter in Denver. The Broncos with a 9-7 lead over the Jets. You guys mentioned earlier the Giants now 6-1. A 23-17 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Panthers a surprising 21-3 upset over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another upset for the Packers. They lose in Washington to the Commanders 23-21. to Two touchdown passes there for Taylor Heineke. A Titans at Titans with a 19-10 victory over the Colts. And you have the Bengals getting 481 yards passing and three touchdowns through the air and one on the ground from Joe Burrow. A 35-17 victory over the Falcons. Game 5 of the NODS on FS1. The Padres with a 3-2 lead over the Phillies. They have two men on and two out in the top of the 8th. San Diego looking to stave off elimination. Phillies looking to advance to the World Series for the first time since 2009 back to dan and george thank you very much kevin and, and it is a soggy soggy uh, evening in philadelphia rain has been going down and it allows me to tell the story if you remember george the 2008 world series was the Rays against the phillies and game five actually had to be called in the sixth inning ended up being uh the clinching game for the phillies 
but the rain got so bad that they called the game and they couldn't play it the next day. They had to wait. I believe it was then on a, on a, on a Wednesday they ended up playing the game. But it was so bad that they called the game in the middle of the sixth inning. So when the Philly they resumed game five, it was actually in the bottom of the sixth inning two nights later, and then the Phillies ended up winning the World Series at that time. But it was it was crazy. I covered that World Series. That's why I remember. And I had to be kicked out of my hotel, kind of like the Guardians were in, in New York when they had their rain delay with the Yankees. I had to be moved to another hotel because the, uh, the series ended up being extended longer in Philadelphia. But a soggy, soggy one. So when I see rain at Citizens Bank uh, Park in Philadelphia, it just gives me flashbacks back to the 2008 World Series. Mm. Okay. See, yeah. now that it's funny because those are the type of details that only a person who was either covering it or follows sure. the the, uh, the uh, Phillies would have remembered on that level. It's such a it's such a nondescript World Series. You know, it's like the one where, like, you can remember, oh, I remember this in 2017, you know, Astros and Dodgers and blah, blah, blah. You can remember the years, but then you're like, who was in it in 2008? And then you go back, oh, yeah, that's right. That's when the Phillies beat the Rays. Completely nondescript. You're totally right. So I know that. Right. Was, uh, was, Was Ryan Howard on that team? Yes. Yes. And David Price was, uh, I believe a rookie on the Rays that yeah. year. Evan Longoria was young too. I think it was Yo, they had a good team then. Well. Yeah. Uh, well, the the uh, the the Rays are all, always have a good team. They are a farm system for everybody else. <laughs> like, I mean, but but the crazy part is is that they stay good though. Yes, I was going to say they are, but they aren't because there are yeah. guys that now that, you know that do stick around and heck, what two years ago made the World Series. So yeah, and then and I mean think think about it. They made the World Series, and then they immediately trade their best pitcher Blake Blake Snell, <laughs> and then and then make it back to the playoffs. So you're like, what? <laughs> they were back in the uh, in the in the CS and in the NLCS, and you're like. Um, I'm sorry, in the ALCS, and you're you're just like, wait, what? How does that make any sense? Uh, it makes it makes like inept franchises look really, really bad when when you could see it how a team like uh, you know the Rays can reload and do what they do. It makes those that that have not been competitive for a while just look really, really bad. The uh, the really, really bad Broncos Jets has not been good. It's nine seven Jets getting their loan. What did you expect? A- well, you're right. No, the the over under I think was 12 on this one. No, it was, but it was in the it was like mid to high 30s. I think it maybe got down to about 38. But the Jets are knocking on the door. It could be in field goal range. A holding penalty is going to push them back a uh, uh, back a little bit. But as we sit here and we look at that Jets Denver game, the reason I'm bringing it up is this is not a Russell Wilson conversation. We'll probably have that later on in the show. I just wonder with the Jets. George, of when we're going to start to hear, all right, is Zach Wilson the guy? Like, I, like the Jets and Giants are great stories this year, and you said that the Giants, you know, are the worst six and one team you've ever seen. But you've got two football teams that are garnering attention in the Big Apple, and the Jets to me seem to have some of that star power, maybe some of that pizzazz with Brees Hall, with Sauce Gardner. Uh, not to say that Saquon Barkley doesn't have that, but he's been there in a while. There's this there's this breath of fresh air with the Jets. And if we think that they're going to be as good as they can be, at what point do we start to say, okay, Zach Wilson, this is on you? And I just wonder now, like, 
is are, like, are we at that point? Will we be at that point later on in the season when we expect them to be in the playoff hunt in the in the AFC? But dude, Zach Wilson is not that. Like, like they have been winning in spite of Zach Zach Wilson. Like he threw for a hundred yards last last week. But Dan, Dan, mm-hmm. there is some breaking news. Though. Ooh, all right. Let's go to the news desk with Kevin Figures. <laughs> news from Fox Sports. Yeah, guys, on that last possession, they took Brees Hall into the injury tent to look him over, and he has now officially been ruled out with a knee injury. So a big loss there for the Jets offense. I mean, he essentially is the Jets offense at this point. Yes, he is. Wow. So we've got Brees Hall out, DK Metcalf out for the day. Uh, Amonra St. Brown left early for the Lions today. Big-time fantasy producers that were in games where you thought – Maybe not Brees Hall in this Denver game, but still, he had the the big play early. Yeah, know, so a- after the big play, you were like, oh, yeah, yes. here comes a day. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, no. <laughs> you're thinking, oh, what could have been, but you, you hope it's not serious. And the DK Metcalf injury, there was he was hurt on a, on a pass into the end zone that didn't appear. I didn't see George. Yeah, any, like, it didn't. Yeah. I thought he was fine except for he didn't get up immediately. And I was like, uh, is he okay? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, maybe he's not. And then he, then he was carted off on, on a cart. And then everybody just thought he had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then the Seahawks ended up, you know, just ruling him out uh, immediately after that. So Seattle's going to have to play without uh, their top wide receiver the rest of the way against the Chargers. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. He's George Reister. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. But you think the time is here where maybe Zach Wilson needs to start? Like, would you? And this is this is I, this is crazy talk if you start at the beginning of the season. But if the if they kind of sputter, do you end up saying like, okay, maybe Joe Flacco? Here's the opportunity again. No, no. Okay. And 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 the reason why is is because I'm a sensible person. And like, like, is Joe Flacco at this point in time a better quarterback than than Zach Wilson? One hundred percent. It is their team better with going with uh with Zach Will. I'm sorry, with with Joe Flacco. One hundred percent. But because of the way the team has handled this, they have absolutely, like, they have absolutely just just kicked themselves in the teeth. But, and it started last season. They did something that was that should have been like that was criminally negligent to like to quarterback building. And that is they let Zach Wilson start the season with the Jets and didn't have one single other quarterback on the roster that had thrown a pass in the NFL. Not one. So how on earth are you supposed to develop a young quarterback and he's supposed to be your guy, even if you start him? Why on earth would you not have anybody in the building that can show him how to watch film, 
Tell him, like, 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 hey, bro, you need to be here at like five o'clock in the morning. Here's what you need to be doing. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody to help him. Like you could there there were Jacoby Brissett's available. There are other mm-hmm. quarterbacks. There are plenty of quarterbacks that are like that that are available. They could have called Kellen Clemens if they wanted to. They could have I mean, there are Zach Mettenberger. I mean, they could have called anybody who is not a real threat. Joe Joe sure. Flacco, who they brought in later, who's not a real yeah. threat to like fully take the job because he's too old. But he's good enough to where if and you could have started off the season with him. This whole idea that oh man, we got to start the season with our quarterback. Uh, uh, what's his name? Justin Herbert wasn't even going to start as a rookie. He was going to play eventually, but he wasn't going to start until Tyrod Taylor got got his lung stabbed. So yes. it, it's it's like they have done him so wrong, and then this year. He was uh, hurt to start the season, and so of course, so he didn't get a preseason. Of course, he started starting slow. So, so now you can't take him back back out and be like, "Oh, we're not, we're not sure about you." Now you got to just let let him go through his lumps because you because you screwed up the whole thing in the first place. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. Jets did kick a field goal, but uh, still doesn't make up for what they did to Zach Wilson last year. It's 10-9 Jets on top of the Broncos at the half. Get George again on Twitter at George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. Find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox as we are live from the TireRack.com studios. Jimmy G is at it again. We'll explain next year on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Oh! Yes, sir! Yes, sir! This is... 
is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Now a quick handoff goes to the right side on a jet sweep. McCole Hartman, 15 inside the 10, breaks a tackle, stays in bounds, and hops into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City! Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. It is Red Zone Radio, a week seven. You heard the highlight courtesy of 106.5, the Wolf, and the Chiefs Radio Network. Put Kansas City up. Well, pulled them even, then Harrison uh, Butker's extra point was good. So it was 14 to 13, and now the Chiefs are driving in the red zone. Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception at the goal line. George, they were knocking on the door, looking to retake the lead. It's that one Jimmy G throw a game that has you scratching your head. This one came to bite the 49ers, and now the Chiefs are driving down at the 49er 38-yard line, or excuse me, the 10-yard line with 38 seconds left to go. Uh, So in the red zone is Kansas City looking to add to their one-point lead. Just a bad, bad throw by Jimmy G. This is Jimmy G. So Trey, Trey Lance got hurt in the second game, right? So... This is his fifth game starting, right? Mm-hmm. Fourth. According to, to pro- four, third, four. no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Fifth. Yep. So, according to Pro Football Focus, actually, first thing is, um, in five games, how many throwaways do you think that a quarterback should have? Like, 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 what's a normal amount of throw, like balls that are intentionally like thrown out of bounds, like that are, that I'm, I'm going to escape the pocket. I'm going to escape the pocket. I'm just going to throw it away. Just say like, I don't know, two or three, like with a game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Jimmy Garoppolo, according to pro football focus has thrown one ball away this year. (laughs) One. How do you do that? (laughs) I hate, I don't, there's some guys that don't want to throw it away. You know that they they'll just they'll eat it or they'll uh, you know they'll run. I I don't know. I, I it's it's tough to explain. That's why I say he's a ten pin. He's a ten pin quarterback. It's like boxing. You got to knock down all the obstacles in front of him. All of them. You well, got to uh, knock down the you. You got to have a great defense. You got to have a great running game. Like you literally have to treat him like he's a rookie quarterback. Sure. And sure. and and you're still not and you're still going to get these bizarre throws every single game that you're like, what are you looking at? Yes. Just, you, you just could, eat the sack or throw it away, my friend. He is he is defined by those one or two decisions. He can make 30 great ones, but the one in the game uh, is always going to stand out. Happened in Super Bowl 54 in their game against the Chiefs. By the way, the Chiefs appeared to get in the end zone, but a penalty is going to bring them back. So Kansas City uh, settling for a field goal. Bryce Harper hit a two-run home run for the Phillies in the bottom of the eighth inning. So they're up on the Padres in their game five of the NLCS, four to three as they now head to the ninth inning. Seahawks driving and looking to score up on the Chargers by three. And Josh Jacobs into the end zone. Raiders lead the Texans 17-13 to 13 midway through the third quarter. Also at the half, Jets lead the Broncos by a score of 10-9. to nine. All right, we dissected Green Bay's problem. What's up with Tampa Bay? That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. There is no reason to leave, but still kudos fans to those Philly fans who are 
dealing with the rain and they were paid off with that Bryce Harper home run. Don't worry, we're going to focus on football as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. That Bryce Harper home run is going to be one to remember. We talked about nondescript memories in Philadelphia. Uh, One to remember for those Philly fans that are sticking around as they there's still a mist of rain falling in Philadelphia on Fox Sports 1 in Game 5 of the NLCS. Uh, no rain in the NFL games. It's sunny in Denver, sunny in Santa Clara, and the Raiders and Chargers are hosting home games underneath the roof. So it all works out. Although it is a little chilly in Southern California today. A little bit of a chill in the air, George. Do you feel that? Yes, it is. It, yes, it is very, very chilly because uh, – um, and because I, I, I took the kids out on a walk today mm-hmm. and we walked to the park and uh, and they needed a, uh, some uh, sweaters today. <laughs> I am learning as a uh, uh, our little boy is going to be one and a half tomorrow. So it's going to 18 months tomorrow. But you realize, oh, fall clothes that you had last year no longer fit. So I'm glad we did plan ahead with some of those sweatshirts that were uh, a little bit bigger uh, than than the last time we had to deal with the cool stuff in uh, in the spring. But uh, that's what we are dealing with. Oh. But a, a little bit of a little brisk in the air, a little wind in Southern California today. Yeah, and in Southern Cali- California, there may have been some bad news. And uh, yeah, we, I th- well, I think we have some. Well, well, I was I was just going to say, J.C. Jackson, who gave up the touchdown to Marquise Goodwin, had to be carted off. Is that what you're getting at? The yep. uh, yeah, so <laughs> bad to worse for the Chargers, um, who now Dude, trail the Seahawks by ten. They're they're barely making it, bro. If if at the end of the season, all that they can be happy about, and mind you, I picked the Chargers to win the Super Bowl, but with all of these injuries, number one. That that's a major issue, right? And the yes. second issue is how good of a like how good of a head coach do you think Brandon Staley is? Because I think he's super smart, but sometimes you're too smart for your for your own good. Sometimes I think that I thought it was crazy four weeks ago to be bringing this up, and I don't think that anytime you lose your left tackle. Uh, your, you know, all pro caliber left tackle. There's reason, you know, that, that you're going to take a step back. But some of the issues that we've seen with the Chargers last year are still there this year. It's been the I, game I don't, management more than I mean, I mean, like, I don't really have a problem with their plays. You know, what I mean, like just just general things. But it's the management of the whole situation that's sometimes just just bizarre. But also when you look at. Because I, I don't want to say that Justin Herbert's regressed because I think that he's in a, a little tougher spot with some of their injuries that they've had. But this defense was supposed to take the next step or take a step well, because they weren't that well, good Well, they've also had year. a ton of injuries, too. Bosa's been out for the the vast majority of the year, and he's still got another month probably out. You, mm-hmm. you have now J.C. Jackson, who I don't think started the season either. He's back out now. I but mean, he wasn't good when he was on the field. Like there was, he was benched, you know, the, the yeah. last time out. So there's, so there's reason there, like that hasn't come to fruition. You're right about Bosa, but you also brought in Khalil Mack, but you know, yeah, who's Jacksonville been, who's been good. On him. 
Yeah, and uh, and they've been without Keenan Keenan Allen for all but you know of of the very I think first game or second game of the season they lost Donald Parham. Like this is a team that has gotten kicked in the teeth by the injury bug. Like the, sure, the, but the so only people the Forty Niners have been yes. you know bitten as well, and they've been able to. I don't know, at least in my mind, play more impressive football. Yes. If if you put Justin Herbert on the on the 49ers, bro, I, I, oh, Lord have mercy. How how good would that team be? Oh, yeah, they'd be. Yeah, they'd be great. Yes, they would. They would. Be. They would it, it would be like, ooh, is it is it the Eagles or the 49ers? That's the best team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. And, and 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 it would probably be the 49ers. Yep. That's probably what it would be. You know, I've got to put Buffalo into the conversation as well. Well, but, well, yeah. well. Sorry, sorry. I should have said NF, NFC. NFC. Yeah, that's. I'm I'm good with that. But yeah, I mean, it's. I I just think that I. Every team has injuries. I mean, they, they do. And I I think the biggest one for the Chargers is Rashawn Slater. Yeah. And the Bosa injury is significant as well. But even the Keenan Allen one, like like we thought, heck, you know, you just paid twenty million dollars to Mike Williams this offseason. You know, and, and at, I know he scored today, but there's times when he's been a non factor where they're sitting there relying on uh you know DeAndre Carter and Joshua Palmer who's hurt and you know Gerald Everett. That's yeah. you know, that's and 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 honestly, Dan, if you don't lose your quarterback I'm not. I'm really not going to cry for you too much. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, if, if, if if you lose your quarterback, you you have an excuse. You know what I mean? Like you have a like if you lose a a Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow, a you know like some of the upper t- uh, Patrick M- M- Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, like then yes, yes, you have an excuse for not making the playoffs, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Yes. But if you just lose like a lot of players, like yes, it's tough. But you should still put a respectable product on on the field. It's it's also why I I know that the Buccaneers have had some injuries, but still there are no excuses. They lose to the Panthers today, and it wasn't close. Twenty one to three. This a Panthers team that last week. Uh, scored, got a majority of their points defensively on a defensive touchdown. Uh, offensively, they were without Christian McCaffrey, who they traded away this week. There was no reason to expect that Carolina would come into this game and be a much better team than they were a week ago when Steve Wilkes made his debut as interim head coach. And you had every reason to believe if you were Tampa – Coming off of a loss to Pittsburgh where you had opportunity after opportunity to get stops or to make plays offensively to to win that game and it doesn't happen, you had every reason to believe that Tampa would turn things around. And then they lose 21-3 to today to the Panthers. Here was Tom Brady. Here's here's first part of Tom Brady in his post-game press conference uh, following that 18-point loss today. No one feels good about where we're at. No one feels good about how we played or what we're doing, so... We all got to, we're all in it together, man. We got to go pull ourselves out of it. All right, here's a little more Tom Brady. You have to work hard. You have to have discipline, commitment, not on physical toughness. Those are all character traits. And we have a lot of great guys in the locker room. So we're going to go in tomorrow morning. We've got a short week. We've got to work hard to try to fix it. 
And again, they do end up playing the Ravens on Thursday night. It is a short week. Uh, this team doesn't need a short week, George. They need to be away from. <laughs> they they need, need to be away from each other. Like, like, like there's, there is something that is going on. And I, I don't blame Brady. I, we talked about it last week when they lost to the Steelers. I don't blame Brady for all of this. The defense bears uh, some of the responsibility as well, especially for not getting stops last week. And the Panthers running game took care of the Buccaneers defense today, but they couldn't do anything offensively. And the Panthers actually have pieces on defense. It's why they're not trading Brian Burns, whether you believe they got an offer for two first or not. There are pieces there for Carolina to have a decent uh, defensive squad. But to come in and lose 21-3, to like this, they need a bye week now. They don't need it after they go to Germany and face the Seahawks. I just think that there's so much going around Tampa, and it's not just Tom Brady, that this team just needs an absolute break. Oh, yeah. And, and this has started a long time ago. You know what I mean? This started with, and obviously you never know what's going on in some, in, in somebody's house or what the reasons are or, or anything else. Right. But the thing I've learned from my own life, everything else is that your family has to get put above everything else. If, 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 if you want to keep that family together. Right. Mm hmm. And granted, there are not always things that you can do in the situation and stuff like that. But but I, it, it just felt to me like like Tom Brady had a serious situation on his hands. And and at some point in time, you got to like football can't be the most important thing. You hear me? Mm-hmm. And, and I understand that it's your job and it, it, it's it's important because we, we 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 all have jobs. But there comes a point in point in time where, like, you know, you're like, oh, man, my 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 family is essentially in the hospital. Right. I got and, and I and I mean, figuratively, like I got to go figure out what the heck is this so I can keep my life together. And, and, I mean, even if he doesn't necessarily want the marriage or anything like that, because we don't know. I'm just saying that, like, it just didn't feel to me like Tom Brady could be 100 percent focused on football at this point in point in time, he left the team for a minute and people thought that the, these sorts of things would, would would have no no impact. But I do think that those things, in addition to the uh, hellacious injuries that they've had on the on the offensive line, have just taken its toll on the, on this football team. I think they're easy to defend. I, I think that they're really easy to, to defend. And maybe that's on Brady. Uh, I think, again, last week, just the the lack of weapons that they have, the weapons that would actually scare you. Like, Nicole Hardman, and by the way, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just got into the end zone for the Chiefs, so they've extended their lead against the Niners. It's 21-13 early in the third quarter. But Kansas City has Nicole Hardman, who there are games, George, where he has one catch for 12 yards and, you know, maybe an end <laughs> around. But you know what? Like, you still have to worry about him. And yep. today, caught a touchdown pass, had a touchdown run. There are guys that can that are, are scary, that may not He's get the He's grown into the role. Yes. But. There is no one on Tampa that does that. Their running game is not consistent. There is no receiver that it's, – it's why they scored three points. Carolina's a pretty good defensive team, but there was nothing that they were going to be surprised about. And one of the great things that Brady always did with New England is they were always able to find the weak parts of a defense – and get it to that guy, and then that guy wins his matchup. There's no one on Tampa that can win their matchup. Like, maybe Mike Evans does on a, what, 
twelve yard button hook. You know, like yep. like that's what it is. Maybe Chris Godwin a little bit off the uh, across the middle, but all of a sudden Godwin catches the football. Is he going to take it to the house? No, he's coming off of an ACL tear. You know, so there's there's nothing there for Tampa, and all of this other stuff now well, I never th- in. I that's never why I think did. they need the break. I never thought that they, that this team was going to be a good football team this this season. I thought that they would be okay. I like I never imagined that they would be this bad. But but it just didn't strike me as a team that was going to be really good, if that makes sense. Let's go to the news desk. We've got some more breaking news in the world of sports. Kevin Figures is a busy guy. Breaking news from Fox Sports. That's right, Dan. Moving to the diamond on this one, the Philadelphia Phillies bringing in Ranger Suarez, who was the starter for them on Friday, coming in on one day's rest to get the final couple of outs. And the Phillies, with a 4-3 victory over the San Diego Padres in Game 5, they will advance to the World Series for the first time since 2009. Are you packing your bags for Philadelphia again there, Dan? What do we got? Uh, no, no, no. I will be staying <laughs> home for this one. Although an Astros-Phillies World Series could be quite interesting. If, if, if K-Fig, if you had tickets and you're a Yankees fan tonight, would you even go Ooh. to game four? You know, I, I saw a post earlier today, I believe it was John Heyman who had it, who said going into last night, if you wanted tickets for today's game, it was about $145 on the secondary market. Right now, 28 bucks. <laughs> 28 bucks to see the Yankees and the Astros in an ALCS game. That's incredible. Uh, George, would you go if you were a Yankees fan tonight? Hell yeah, dude. Oh, there this, you go. This is this is an opportunity to take my kids to a playoff game? Huh? Yes. <laughs> Sign me up, bro. You 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 rarely get these sorts of opportunities. That 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 is for that type of price. And the thing is, is you never know. Like even even though the Yankees are not gonna win this series, you never know, bro. Like like if what if what if you go to the game? And your kid is watching, or you're there, and then you're like, "Oh, oh, oh, my God! Aaron Judge just hit for the cycle. I just saw a no hitter. I just saw a perfect game in the playoffs." Yeah, you don't know what you're going to see, and I understand where where like people are like, oh, "I don't want to see him lose." Well, you also might see some greatness in the process. I, I have to take my uh, I'll have to take my son into account in the future because there is no way I would go to game four. Absolutely none. Sit home and watch the funeral on my TV. That's what I would be doing. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Thanks to Kevin Figures. Football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM on Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff. That's right. Tune in on Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time as we take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM. Jets still Denver 10-9 midway through the third quarter in the fourth quarter Josh Jacobs in the end zone for the Raiders again so it's 24-20 Raiders over the Texans at the half Seahawks continue to lead the Chargers 24-14 and we mentioned that touchdown from Cloud Edwards Hilaire it's the Chiefs 21 Niners 13 early in the third quarter Tom Brady's got problems so does Aaron Rodgers so does another veteran quarterback we'll talk about that next here on Fox Sports Radio there are some things that are too good to keep a secret Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's the NFL vet, George Reister. I'm Dan Byers. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Niners kick a field goal. Robbie Gold from 49 yards out pulls them to within five of the Chiefs, 21 to 16. Just starting the second half at LA. Seahawks up on the Chargers, 24 to 14. Raiders have the football now in Houston territory, up four, 24 to 20, with 10 minutes left to go. And the Jets are going to get the football back uh, as Denver has to punt. Following a fourth and one, Jets lead 10 to 9, 431 left to go in the third quarter. Joining us now, he's our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider that you can hear on the Inside the Birds podcast and also on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Adam Kaplan joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Adam. How are you? Good, man. What a, what a day. I mean, it's just uh, craziness. I was listening to you guys uh, for the break. I, the great quarterback struggling like Rodgers and Brady. Unfortunately, a lot of injuries around the National Football, a lot of uh, key young offensive players and upsets galore. It's your typical NFL Sunday. Yeah, yeah. What what, what is the problem with the Buccaneers? We'll start there because that's what George and I were talking about. I, I just, Adam, my solution was this, <laughs> the team needs to just get away from each other, and yeah. it's probably the short week is the worst thing that could happen yeah. to them, but that's what they've got. W- what do you think are the issues in Tampa? Well, on offense, obviously, is where it's at. Defense, so they have a bunch of injuries in the secondary. But the big deal is the offense. And there's nothing they can do about Rob Gronkowski retiring. There's no question it's a major factor. I mean, I talking to the Bucks about it, they mentioned to me repeatedly uh, that there was something that they're going to have to work through this season, and it's the problem. They're getting no production out of the tight end position. Cam Brady was just to replace him as a pass catcher. Unfortunately, he's dealing with a neck sprain. And they don't know exactly when he'll return. He had a concussion earlier this season. Uh, Chris Godwin's finally back from the ACL injury. He also had a hamstring injury. He's sort of just trying to get his timing back. Uh, they're not getting the explosive plays that they like out of the run game. It's just their timing is off. Remember all the offensive line problems they've had. They've had several changes. If you add it all up, I mean, it's not a surprise that they're struggling. Now, I, I, I never say never with Brady in terms of turning it around. Everyone who doubted him in, in, in New England, is this the end? Is this the end? Everyone was wrong. But this one, see, here's the problem. There's no one... No one's going to sort of ride on, ride that white horse and come in and, and, and cure everything. 
they have who they have. They just have to work through it. But, man, it is incredibly painful. And give the Panthers credit. Uh, it's totally unfounded that they were tanking. They're just, they know they're not going to be a playoff team, so they move McCaffrey uh, to get, get his contract off the books. But they have a lot of key players that they're, they're developing. They're certainly not looking to lose every game. Uh, Adam, make the Green Bay Packers situation make make sense. They are they're three and four, and their losses are all against teams that aren't necessarily that great. Like the like, like the Giants are winning, but they're not a great football team. And they lost to the Commanders today. They lost to the Jets, who don't have a quarterback at this point. What's happening? Two several things. We don't have an hour, but let me just boil it down to these three key points. Offensively, they have no passing game. It's just no rhythm, very young group. They can't get on track. The run game, which they rely on, that's how their offense starts, has not been what they thought it would be, clearly not what it was in past years. And defensively, they've got a ton of talent, but I would say they've underachieved. They've not played shutdown defense like they did at times last year. That's really it. I mean, Rodgers is off his game. They can't make the spectacular plays when they need to, and... Uh, this is another team that, when you really look at it, they've severely underachieved. This has been like the regular season team of the last few years under Matt LaFleur, and they're not even doing it right now. They also, folks, they also have a losing record. And then the, the comical thing is the Bucks tec- the Buccaneers are technically in first place at 3-4 and four, tie with Atlanta, but they have a tiebreaker over the Falcons. Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, our NFL insider. I'm going to keep with the theme by the way, the Raiders just drew the Texans offside on fourth and one. So now a fresh set of downs as the Raiders are in the red zone up four on Houston with just seven minutes to go in that game. I know I've brought up the Colts a lot, and they're not the national conversation, but Matt Ryan throws a pick six today in a game that they lose by nine. That tells me that that pick six was a pretty big deal considering on the points he could have had, uh, where it occurred, and then what was brought back. Um, Jonathan Taylor doesn't seem right. I mean, is Frank Reich the next to go? What is happening in Indianapolis? Well, first of all, they've changed their offense. I, I understand the Titans have struggled in the secondary. They've had a bunch of injuries. But they, they, they keep going with this hurry-up offense, and they're not really featuring Jonathan Taylor anymore for whatever reason. Taylor looked fine. He's not the problem. It's just mm-hmm. they, they decide not they're going to feature him. And when the, the game was like never really out of reach. In, fra- in fact, they were down 13. They made it 13-7. But Paris Campbell, who's really talented, but he's been hurt pretty much throughout his career. He's on the final year of his rookie contract. He cannot lead them in, in receiving that. They're, they're, all, they're definitely, um, when you look at the Colts, and they're 3-3-1. They certainly are not out of the, the hunt. But unfortunately, they've now lost both games to the Titans. A very winnable game. Titans had real problems moving the ball in the air. But, of course, Derrick Henry had a great game. But I think overall... You got to scratch your head. They're, they're, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a proponent of throwing the football a lot, but this is not Matt Ryan at, at 38 years old is not really what you want. And you know, Jonathan Taylor's been their bread and butter. I'm kind of surprised that, uh, quite frankly, that Frank Reich is going with this type of offense. 100% agree with that. Now, I want to go to this Jets and Broncos game, which is Ooh, 10 to 9, that. exactly yeah. where I thought it should be. Two questions. First thing is, is we were talking earlier about Zach Zach Wilson and whether they should go to go back to Flacco, and I said no because of how they screwed up last last year with not having a quarterback who had thrown a pass on the roster to teach him anything. So, so what should the Jets do, and how hot is Nathaniel Hackett's seat? First of all, the, the Jets are four and two. Okay, they just lost Brees Hall, which might be a serious knee injury. He he left early in the game. Looked really good, unfortunately, but now he's he's hurt. 
Uh, Zach Wilson, let's not forget, he had meniscus surgery before the season started. You, you need to give him six to eight weeks to get his timing yeah. down. That he missed, he missed basically f- like five weeks. It's it, it's going to take him a while to get comfortable. He's looked terrible the last two weeks. He's not comfortable. Uh, Corey Davis, one of the starting receivers, also was lost due to, due to a knee injury. Remember um, that the, Elijah Moore he he's basically suspended for a game without being suspended. You know he's in, he's a healthy and active because of uh, the way he handled himself with one of the coaches. So they've, they, they're fighting through this. It's, you can't bet. Look, you, you have to find out about it. Zach Wilson. This guy was their first-round pick last year, and he's got to play. Simple as that. Yep. Adam Kaplan and, joining us. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, George. No, I was going to ask you in about Nathaniel Hackett's. Oh, is, yeah. How, how hot is his seat? Well, I mean, you can't, it's, it happens before that, that coaches get fired after one season. But now Russell Wilson's got this hamstring injury. He, he, they don't know exactly when he'll be able to play. Uh, their offense looks pitiful. I mean, they're hanging in there. I'll say this much. They actually are running the ball fairly well. Remember, they lost Javante Williams, outstanding second-year running back, due to the, the multi-ligament uh, injury. So he won't be back till uh, late next summer, early fall. So they've got problems. It, it's, you could blame the head coach who's not really done a very good job, but they've got a lot of problems there. Josh Jacobs into the end zone for the Raiders. 15-yard run, extra points good. So they're up 11 on the Texans right now. Adam Kaplan joining us here live from the TireRack.com studios. So the Christian McCaffrey trade ends up getting done. Who's next in the NFL? Brandon Cook's name's out there. We know that Cam Akers apparently is on the block for the Rams. Oh, what names could we? Yeah, what names could we be seeing? And maybe some teams connected to players. Yeah, the the problem is the running back position. Cam Akers has been an underachiever. It's certainly been a problem. Uh, the players that I have on my list. Uh, Cam Akers, Zach Moss, Kareem Hunt, Mike Kosicki, Albert O, who's been replaced by Greg Dulcich, the rookie. Uh, Will Jackson, starting corner for the Commanders, doesn't fit for their scheme. They run a, a, a heavy zone scheme. He wants to play in man. He's much more comfortable. Nick Foles, the Mason Rudolph, who's a third-string quarterback for the Steelers. Who, uh, you know, if you need a backup quarterback, there are guys available. And it is hard to get a, a backup quarterback. Um, those are type of the names. Uh, type of names. Oh, and oh, um, Michael Brockers was a healthy and active defensive lineman. He's been around for a long time for the for the Lions, which you always do. It's it's very, these are easy to tell. Um, I could have told you six months ago McCaffrey was not going to make it. Uh, in fact, I reported that uh, back in before the draft that uh, the Bills were one of the teams to call, and they were told two things: uh, the Panthers were going to re- reduce some contracts, extend some contracts. They were get, get, going to get heavily involved in free agency, so they were not prepared to trade him. In fact, they thought they'd make the playoffs. So, so what happened is, as you all know, uh, Baker Mayfield's been terrible. They had no chance of the playoffs because they, the quarterback position was, was done. And it was so obvious, now's the time to move McCaffrey. I mean, he's, he's a running back that has had significant injury problems the past two years. Really gifted, obviously. So one of the best running backs in the league. But uh, a guy that uh, this front office inherited and I, I, I just thought this guy was a guy was going to be moved. In fact, he restructured his contract back in March uh, to get the veteran minimum, made it very, very tradable. The pr- only problem is they took on a lot of dead money. I'm told they were not going to take that money on uh, in the spring. But the, the, the key here is he's going to have to restructure his contract or get, or get a new deal with the Niners. They're, it's highly unlikely you're going to take that $11 million next year. The big reason is, guys, they want to extend Nick Bosa's contract, and they're going to need to create cap space. Um, now... Now, as we continue to look at the future for for some of these teams and players, the Giants are six and one. And Hard to believe. I, 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 yeah, I'm like this may maybe the worst six and one team I've ever seen. But 
But what's the status with Daniel Jones? Because he is leading this team, and he's on the final year of his deal because they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. No, the status is what it is. He'll finish the season out. They'll see how far they go with him. There's no decision. They've only played seven weeks. This what, what you always worry about with these situations is if your quarterback or the, the agent who represents him, when the general manager comes in, does not extend the contract or just declines a fifth-year option, you know, you're always worried about that. Like Sam Darnold when Joe Douglas came in, I mean, it was obvious that he was not going to keep him. He found someone who would take him. That was the Panthers. Uh, so, look, the, the good thing is, though, they have his rights until mid-March when free agency starts. They'll evaluate how he plays. And, by the way, Daniel Jones has not turned the ball over like he has in the past. Ball security has been good. He's not fumbling the football. That has been a big problem for him, and they're running it well. They're, their offensive line may not be the most talented. That uh, They're playing really well. They're just overachieves. And, and here's the key for Giant fans. They have one of the best coaching staffs in the National Football League. When you have a great staff, you could be better than you probably should be. I'm going to wrap up with this. Uh, Chiefs of the end zone, Kevin Figures will have the latest. Are you uh, caught up in Philly's fever? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm, uh, this is, it's just so funny because... You know, sometimes when, and this goes for the NFL too, when you fire a manager or fire a head coach in the NFL, you really don't know what's going to happen. And Rob Thompson, who's been, you know, the dugout coach, the bench coach for many years under the Phillies and the Yankees, and this team turned around and, you know, they barely got in, obviously, as as the last wild card. But as you guys know in sports, you just have to get in. And you never know what's going to happen. Now, the Astros will, we're going to assume the Astros are going to advance here because they're up 3 nothing. But the Phillies were caught and worn out. Their pitching staff is worn out. They had to use a starter to close the game, Ranger Suarez. We'll see what happens here, man. The, the, uh, the Eagles are undefeated. You, you, know, you mentioned the, the Phillies here who are shockingly going to the World Series. And the Sixers have gotten off the terrible start at 0-3. It's been embarrassing. And then we find out that uh, Joel Embiid's not in good shape once again. <laughs> but it's Philly sports, and there's always drama. <laughs> that, that is true. Get him on Twitter at Kaplan NFL. Hear him every week right here on Fox Sports Radio. Our NFL insider, Adam Kaplan. Appreciate it, Adam. Talk to me, okay. Kate. Thank you. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. The Breeders' Cup World Championships are coming to iconic Keeneland November 4th and 5th. Don't miss the world's best thoroughbreds race for their share of $31 million in purses and awards. Visit BreedersCup.com to watch all the action live on November 4th and 5th. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Let's go to the news desk. Kevin Figures giving us, uh, getting us caught up of what's happening, including what happened in San Francisco between the Chiefs and Niners. What's going on, Kevin? That's right, Dan. You mentioned Kansas City back on the board yet again. Patrick Mahomes' second touchdown of the day, this time to just Justin Watson, Kansas City now up 28 to 16 over the 49ers with about three and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. About nine minutes to go in the third quarter in Los Angeles. Seahawks still holding on to that 24 to 14 lead. DK Metcalf out for the remainder of the game for Seattle with a knee injury. JC Jackson of the Chargers was carted off of the field and placed in an air cast, so his day is done as well. Fourth quarter in Las Vegas, about six minutes to go. You have the Raiders with a 31 to 20 lead over the Houston Texans. Josh Jacobs, three touchdowns on the day, 143 yards rushing. Start of the fourth quarter in Denver. The Jets with a 10-9 lead over the Broncos. They are in the red zone. This after LaMarcus Joyner picked off Brett Rippon. So it is now second and two at the Denver 17 for the Jets as they as they try to get back into the end zone. Earlier today, you had the Bengals with a 35-17 victory over the Falcons. Joe Burrow, 481 yards passing and three touchdowns. Ravens get two touchdown runs from Gus Edwards in a 23-20 victory over the Browns. Giants are 6-1 after a 23-17 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Panthers, a 21-3 victory over the Buccaneers. And the Commanders, 
a 23-21 win over the Green Bay Packers, who are now 3-4. And, and in Major League Baseball, as you guys mentioned a minute ago, the Phillies advancing to the World Series after a 4-3 victory over the Padres in Game 5. Bryce Harper, the go-ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth inning to give the Phillies the victory. Guys, back to you. Thanks, Kevin. What a moment. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Glad to have you with us here on FSR Live from the TireRack.com studios. The Jets do not get it on third and one, so they're going to face a fourth and short. Again, just up one in that game, and the Texans just converted on a fourth and nine to keep their drive alive. But again, they need two scores uh, down 11 uh, to the Raiders. The 49ers-Chiefs game, I – we go back and forth on the Chiefs a little bit. We did last year and in, in, in how good this team really was. To think, and this is where I feel stupid, George, because to think that Kansas City, who had that game last week uh, against Buffalo, and to come back and sit there and think like, man, this team is going to – not that they, they weren't punked uh, in the, the loss to the Bills. That wasn't, that wasn't the case. But to sit there and think that this team – wouldn't be up and ready for this game against the 49ers. Like it's it's a quite a gauntlet if you're facing the Bills and Niners in back-to-back weeks. Like I just I almost feel stupid that I sit there and thought like, yep, the the Chiefs just don't have it. They're not going to be able to do <laughs> Did it. Did you, you see know, like, the game last week? Where you, are you new here? I know Bro, I, that was a good football game. That was a good football game, and and it's not like the Bills were never in control of that football. I, I mean, like to to where when you watch that game. Were you ever like, oh man, the Bills are going to win this one? No, no it was no. it was like, oh, whoever has the ball last is probably going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thought and, maybe it would play out like the playoff game. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and and that's enough. That was enough for me to be like, oh yeah, the 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 Chiefs are as good as I thought they were, and to me, that's a toss up. When when they play in the playoffs, because I don't think that there's anybody in the AFC that can hang with either one of them, that when they play in the playoffs, that it's going to be a toss-up. You're, you're going to have six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, and you know that you got a 50-50 shot if you're trying to handicap or pick that game. Uh, as George likes to say, it looks like it's a burrito in Las Vegas. The Raiders picking off Davis Mills and running it back for a pick six. So the Raiders adding to their 11-point lead. Texans were driving after converting that fourth down, but again, they needed two scores. And uh, now they're going to need a lot more as the Raiders uh, have extended their lead. Uh, soon to be, it's 37 oh, to game, 20. Th- this game's a burrito, buddy. It, it is it, 100% wrapped up. It, it <laughs> is, and Daniel Carlson is good with the extra point to make it 38 to 20. Yeah, so now I, I, what are your thoughts on Davis Mills? Because I know what mine are. And because I came in, I had him as my third best quarterback in the draft last year. And I don't think he's had a, the I didn't think he needed to have to play last year, but he did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, had, went through some growing pains. And I don't think this roster is super good. What What do you think? I, I, I think that the – and not to sit on the fence, but I don't think that you can make the decision in week seven. I think that you need to make that decision throughout the rest of the year. And if something were to happen, George, where he gets injured, I do not think that you can count on him being your future. Like I like if you're going to pick where we think the Texans are going to pick and the quarterbacks that are going to be available, I think if 
if Davis Mills doesn't show anything in the last half of the year, I think you have to use that early pick on a quarterback, especially you know if it could be number one overall, or oh, you know, yeah. if if you end up in that in that spot, if if you've got that opportunity to do so, I think that you have to do that. Yeah, uh, and the Raiders should be very thankful they they didn't lose this game. Had they lost this game, that would have been. I I think that would have been it for Josh McDaniels. Like he he might have made it through the uh, season, but barring a you know a, a long winning streak, it it wasn't going to happen. I don't think I don't think I don't think he would have lost his job. I, I don't, because that's not the hire that Mike Mayock made. Or excuse me, Mike Mayock made uh, that Mark Davis made. Like he fired Mike Mayock and Rich Bisaccia because they wanted a fresh start and they wanted you know like a you know organization. And yeah, but this wasn't a the, rebuild, though. Uh, correct. Let's talk about it on the other side, just because we're, we're we're tight on time. Well, I'll tell you why I don't think that McDaniel's would have lost his job. But there is one big thing that they were completely wrong about entering the season. That luckily for McDaniel's is working out. He is George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. That Raiders conversation and the Niners are on the move, as are the Seahawks. We'll tell you about it next year on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Niners are in the end zone. We'll tell you how they did it in just a sec. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. The Breeders' Cup World Championships are coming to iconic Keeneland November 4th and 5th. Don't miss the world's best thoroughbreds. Race for their share of $31 million in purses and awards. Visit BreedersCup.com to watch all the action live on November 4th and 5th. Jimmy Garoppolo, a touchdown pass to George Kittle. Extra point is good. It's Kansas City 28, San Francisco 23 early in the fourth quarter. Seahawks have added a field goal. They're up on the Chargers 27 to 14. Again, the Raiders just trying to put the finishing touches on a win over the Texans. Other side of the two-minute warning, Raiders up 38-20 to in that one. And the Jets facing a second down and 17 from midfield, up four on the Broncos, seven minutes to go in that one as the Jets try to work time off the clock without Brees Hall. We were talking about the Raiders, George, and the, the point that, that I was making on with Josh McDaniels was that Mark Davis actually had every reason to keep Mike Mayock and Rich Passaccia off of the success that they had last year because that core was in place. He wanted something different. That's why he took Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler from New England to try to implement their plan with the Raiders, which I don't know if it was the right decision. It's so far to start the year, it doesn't look like it's been great, but that's why I don't think that they would have moved on from McDaniels because it seemed to be such a big organizational move for them just like John Gruden was never really in trouble because of how much they committed to him it wasn't the same as Gruden but I felt that the commitment to both McDaniels and Ziegler was there and that's why even if the Raiders would have won only four games you weren't going to see a change uh, this after this season man see I think that that if they only win four games this year I think I think a move gets made because this team is way too talented to to do this. Way too talented. I, I don't even know what the other option is. Well, like I, I, you can't be this bad with this good of a team. You just can't. I'll give them uh, – and I don't think that they're that bad. They've lost close games. And those games were games that they won last year. Like when you look at, at the games that they have lost, I mean the Cardinals' loss that they have was inexplicable. But it just seemed that the you know the Raiders got breaks last year that weren't going 
their way this year. Wasn't it's not completely lost. The one thing that I will say that McDaniel's was wrong on was we had heard that Josh Jacobs was kind of on his way out. Ah, that they were man, looking that at. dude is the best thing they got going. Yeah, he is. He's got three touchdowns today. He's got a buck hey. forty three on the ground. In, he in gonna break the bank. This, some somebody gonna pay him this offseason because the uh, Raiders they had an opportunity to still have him on a team friendly, uh, you know, fifth fifth year option for next year. <laughs> Man, it's going to cost you right here. <laughs> and the uh, Texans are driving, but again, I think the spread was about a touchdown anyway, so uh, Houston would need a lot of fortune to even make that change. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio Tailgate, presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery. That's BigGreenEgg.com. Again, the Niners trail the Chiefs by five just early in the fourth quarter in that contest and the Jets drive stays alive on a pass interference call so the Jets will keep the football Denver was trying to force a punt uh, that's not going to happen so a fresh set of downs for the Jets that would be crushing if Brees Hall's injury is significant because he was having quite the the last month on the ground and really was turning into such a weapon for the Jets and yeah, now if they've lost him that would that would that'd be crushing for them Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that would hurt because they feel even if they can keep up the score in Denver today and win that would be what five they'd be five, five and, and two. two and you'd be like bro this team's still not good like <laughs> like imagine if if like when we were talking to Adam Kaplan and 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 I said that he shouldn't be be benched. Imagine Imagine that. I think the Jets are better than you think. We'll talk about it next year on Fox Sports Radio. Still a lot of meat on that bone, but the Niners trail the Chiefs by 12 with 10 minutes to go in Santa Clara, one of three of our late games in this Week 7 window. We had four, but the Raiders did top the Texans, as you heard Kevin Figures say. Welcome in as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And just as I was uh, letting you know about that, the Chargers have tackled Kenneth Walker in the end zone for a safety. So the Bolts now within 11 of the Seahawks, and the Seahawks going to have to punt it back early in the fourth quarter. So that game hangs in the balance, as does the Jets and Broncos. Four minutes to go in that contest, and the Jets hold on to that seven-point lead. And just to put a, a period on the conversation that we were having, you don't believe in the Jets at four and two at this point, is it? Is that fair to say? That's an understatement. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Is it? Is it because of Zach Wilson? Yes, but it's but it's not that I think Zach Wilson's terrible. I think that it's that a lot of it has been now. Now, mind you. The last two weeks, he has been terrible. I just don't think it's fair to call him terrible until he gets more of an opportunity to figure out, you know, if 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 he's good or not, or if he needs a different situation because it doesn't always work like that. It, it like uh, quarterbacks in particular, they have to be groomed. 
They have to be, you know, and he wasn't given, and we, and we talked about it earlier, that he mm-hmm. wasn't given a fair start there in that he didn't have an opportunity to learn from anybody. They didn't have another quarterback in the room that had ever even thrown a, thrown a pass. So, so I think that that's been the problem. And then he came in this season hurt, no preseason, all, all of that. It was going to take a minute. So I think it's completely unfair to judge him, but at least he does have some time to try to figure it out while the team's winning. Uh, we don't it, – it's really difficult to find out who is really good in the NFL. We know that Eagles are. We know that the Bills are. And I think that, the you know, the Kansas City Chiefs are part of that conversation as they continue to lead the Niners by 12 points. We think that the 49ers are good. We think other teams are good, but we're well, really the 49ers not – the 49ers have proven that they are a good football team. Sure. They're going to be 3-4, they though, are, if they, they don't come back from – short. They are it, quarterback short. And right now, Jimmy Garoppolo was just sacked for a safety in his end zone by Frank Clark. So now it's a 37-23 lead by the, uh, for the, uh, the Chiefs over the 49ers. But the point that I'm just getting about the Jets is that like, the Jets have certain pieces that can really get you excited. And unfortunately, again, the Brees Hall injury is one that, that is, is devastating for Hall Michael Carter has played fine, but Hall gave them a different dimension. And Carter's come in and tried to finish off this game for for the Jets. But it is the Sauce Gardner. It is Quinnen Williams being the dominant force that he that he's in. DJ reads the other corner. Like they've got they got really good cornerbacks. They've got pieces there. And this is a team that we didn't know who was going to play tackle for them at the start of the season because of the injuries uh, to Makai Becton. Then you bring in Dwayne Brown. But you're seeing these things emerge with the Jets that can make you very interested. And being 4-2 and two in the NFL, I don't know if, if they're good, but I put them in that conversation, not in the Bills conversation, obviously, but like their 4-2 and two is, is more legitimate to me than maybe other records across the league. I mean, going to Lambeau, no matter, no matter how bad the Packers are and how things are going, they dominated that game, won 27-10. I know Skylar Thompson started for the Dolphins, but it was a, you know an, another game where they dominated. You go to Denver, I don't care who's quarterbacking uh, in that game, if you win that one, like that's enough for me to be like, okay, all right. You know, this this team is winning games that maybe some that they shouldn't, but how they're doing it to me is impressive. So I, I like the Jets and I like their young guys and the way that they've stepped up. So that's why I believe in them a little bit more than maybe other teams. Yeah. And and when you can put together a functional defense and you can run the football, then you're going to have a chance to win. So it's their success or not success is going to be literally determined by whether Zach Wilson can take that next step or not. The other sideline has uh, Brett Rippon in the lineup for the injured Russell Wilson. Rippon today, 20 of 37, 191 yards and an interception. They've only got nine points on the board. Hasn't all been field goals, but uh, there was a Latavius Murray touchdown run. By the way, Melvin Gordon did get the start and has gotten 11 carries today, but only 33 yards after that uh, fiasco on Monday night. But does Brett Rippon having this sort of game, is that is that more of an indictment on than Nathaniel Hackett? Because I thought like if Rippon came out and ripped it, that then we're like really questioning about Russell Wilson. It but if wasn't he's the- gonna happen. <laughs> you could put, you could put Peyton Manning in this offense right now. It's good. It, I'm talking about like prime Peyton Peyton Manning, and it's gonna stink. And 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 so the so the the pressure and the all of the angst 
for the Broncos is all Nathaniel Hackett related in your mind? Uh, no, no. I do think that there are some things that Russ needs to do better, that he has been inaccurate at times that like, yes, yes, there is some blame that falls on Russ, but some of the blame is not on, on, on Russ. Like mm-hmm. if it, it's the play call, it, it's interesting, right? Jerry Judy, who we believe is a good wide receiver, right? Not, not necessarily great. Like the jury's still out, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't Jerry Judy, uh, Sutton, and Hamler, and Hamler super fast? How come they can't get open? Like, 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 like those are are quick twitch players that are hard to that are hard to guard. So why can't they get open? It's the scheme. It's it's what whatever you're asking. Is not is not what need needs to be done. I believe that they are worried more about concepts than matchups, and the NFL is much more about matchups than it is about concepts. Like you're trying to get your player matched up on somebody that he has an advantage against. That's the that's the NFL. So Jerry Jerry Judy today at seven catches for ninety six yards. But, at, you know, at some point, though, don't guys have to flash? Like, that's the other thing is, like, we've waited. Yeah, but that you can't know. happen when you if – you're, if you're just setting them up on – like, like if you're not putting them in positions to win against – like, uh, I'll, I'll explain it. All right. So, so if me and you like were Terry playing McLaurin, against each- – is that what you're like, like setting up like, like the commanders did? I'm sorry to interrupt, but we made that point earlier in the show of the commanders uh, figured out a way to get Terry McClure the ball. Correct. Correct. The Broncos and, need to do the same. Yes. And, and part of that is instead of running whatever your quote unquote plays are, no, you do things. And this is what Kyle Shanahan is excellent at is finding ways to get Debo Samuel matched up against a linebacker or against a safety, like somebody that he can beat, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. Or or George Kittle or whoever else. Like you want matchups and you can scheme people open. And they're not doing that. They are they're just out there running, running plays and running concepts. I remember an offense that looked like this because I played in it in my first year in Jacksonville. It's so hard to score because instead of finding ways to get Jimmy Smith or Fred Taylor ma- matched up on certain certain people, they're not doing that. And the Chiefs do that amazingly. And that's why they score a lot of points. The Bills do it. Get matchups against people who can win. And that is the way to score a lot of points. Bill Belichick's a master at it. And I, it, Hackett's not hacking it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Uh, by the way, Denver failed to convert a fourth and three. Sauce really? Gardner, the pass breakup of Cortland Sutton in the end zone. So the Jets will take over. Other side of the two-minute warning, buck 55 to go. Jets have the football up seven. Denver does have all three of their timeouts. So a first down for the Jets would seal it, but there is a way Denver could get the football back. The Niners okay. are going to get the that's football a, back uh, that, quickly. 
Go ahead, that's George. a prime example. Quick, quick, quickly, Dan, is that that's a prime example where on fourth and three, you threw a fade route to Portland Sutton. What what would have the Andy Reid or other really high powered offenses had done? They would have ended up with some sort of read route or some sort of option route for Jerry Judy or for the back or somebody else mat- matched up on a linebacker and just get the first down. Instead, you're throwing a, a low percentage throw on on fourth and three. It, it's it's that's why they're losing. That play right there is exactly why they're losing. And I know Sauce Gardner's a rookie, but he has shown during his uh, first seven weeks in the NFL that he is more than capable of making a play, and he did in that scenario. The other, the other point about it, George, is if you try the fourth and three and, and do what you do and get the first down, you have an opportunity then to score – and you could actually work the clock and not allow the Jets to score, have a lot of time to untie the game if you were to score if you were Denver. Throwing one up into the end zone, like like if they get the first down and now it's first down and 10 at the 20-yard line, you've got a buck 55 to work with. You, you've got your whole play call. you got your whole play sheet with you. You go and score in that scenario. I know they may get the football back, but they may get the football back with 90 seconds left in the game and no timeouts with a quarterback who's making his first start of the year. You know, So even just the, the, the playing of throwing one up at that point I don't think is, is a great option. For in addition to everything that you said, I did say the Niners were getting the football back. That's because the Chiefs have scored again. Patrick Mahomes, his third touchdown pass of the day. I mean, these are these are silly numbers uh, for the uh, Chiefs today. Juju Smith-Schuster, forty-five yard touchdown reception from Mahomes, who's over four hundred yards passing. Everybody eats B. Everybody eats B. <laughs> uh, everybody no, who is, is who is who is unhappy. Juju Smith Suster, seven for one twenty four at a touchdown. Marquez Valdez Scantley, three for one ten. Travis Kelsey, six for ninety eight because he's got touchdowns banked up from from the other night. Uh, Nicole Hartman, uh, passing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, I mean, I, I guess the only people who are un, the only person who's unhappy, actually, Clive Edwards, Laird, yeah, he didn't get a lot of touches, but he got a touchdown. Yes. I mean, what? Who's who's unhappy? Probably the people who picked up Isaiah Pacheco uh, today prior to the game, finding out that he was going to start. He's got Chiefs. seven for 40 yards and he's yeah. a backup. <laughs> I mean, think, think about that. He's a backup and he's still like everybody eats B except uh. Sky Moore. Uh, yes, yes, but hey, there there may be time. Six minutes left, and the Chiefs may get the football back. <laughs> he may uh, get him a touchdown. You get a touchdown. They're 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 playing like Oprah right now. Oh, uh, welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own. Backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery. Big Green Egg. Com. So the Jets were forced to punt. So Denver will get the ball back. Buck 30 on the clock. They don't have any timeouts. Jets up in that game 16-9. to nine. The Chargers 
just a close play in L.A., it appears they may have forced an interception, but instead the ball went through the defender's hands. I don't know if it was Asante Samuel Jr. who who was close on the interception, but ruled incomplete. So the Seahawks are going to have to settle for a 50-yard field goal attempt from Jason Myers. And it's good. So it's 30-16 to 16 Seahawks on top of the Chargers with nine minutes left. The Niners do have the football down 19 points, 44-23 to 23 to the Chiefs with 5.30 to go in that contest. Get George on Twitter, at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. A look at your fantasy numbers, plus something so minute in a football game may have cost the team their team a victory today a crazy situation in baltimore we'll talk about it next year on fox sports radio this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio, Red Zone Radio on a Fox Football Sunday. He's George Reister, the NFL vet. I'm Dan Beyer. The Broncos have some life that looks like that life is just expired. Unable to convert on a fourth and ten. The game looked to be over a play earlier as C.J. Mosley. Uh, it was ruled on the field as an interception on a deflection, but upon review, it was ruled incomplete. Brought up a fourth down for Denver instead, and a long pass to K.J. Hamler. Um, really didn't have much of a chance from Brett Rippon. So the Jets will take a knee and leave Denver 16-9 to winners. Broncos will fall to 2-5. and Jets will improve to 5-2. and In L.A., the Seahawks are up on the Chargers 30-16, to and the Chargers are facing a fourth and 13. They're in Seahawks territory at the Seattle 38 yard line, but again, down two scores with 724 left to go in that one. Likely have to go for it in this scenario, and they are going for it while the Chiefs are putting on the finishing touches. In fact, Patrick Mahomes, not even in the game anymore, as they. (laughs) 
uh, lead the Niners 44 to 23 with three minutes to go in that contest. And uh, the Niners have the football and Jimmy G's not even in the game. So the Niners likely to just uh, hand this bad boy off and take this loss to fall to three and four. Well, the Chiefs will improve to five and two. The Chargers did not convert, but there's a flag on the play. It's actually a penalty against the Chargers. And Mike Williams, who was well short of the first down, is now down with what appears to maybe be a leg injury. So that's what's going on right now in the National Football League. I do want to let you know that coming up, the Breeders' Uh, Breeders' Cup World Championships are coming to Iconic Keeneland November 4th and 5th. Don't miss the world's best thoroughbreds race for their share of $31 million in purses and awards. Visit BreedersCup.com to watch all the action live on November 4th and 5th. So, George, we have a close game that just ended with the Jets winning, a not-so-close game in L.A., and then a... I don't, I don't want to say it was a blowout, but the Chiefs just put the throttle down and took it to the Niners in the second what half. What do you mean you don't want to say it was a blowout? This is a blowout. They're down by <laughs> 21 points. This is a, this is a throttling. Uh, like, like, no, like, no, it didn't start in the, four, in the first quarter. But, no, th- this is a game that they are completely – they were completely outmatched in this game. In, and it's at the quarterback position. I mean, who? uh, I mean, I I would say Kittle. I I mean, I I would say that Kelsey's a little better than uh, Kittle, but like you got six and one, one one hand, half a dozen in the other there, right? Sure. Brandon Brandon Ayuk, first rounder. He's fast. He can catch. Debo Samuel, weapon. I mean, if you traded the, if you traded rosters. Like, 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 if you gave the all the Chiefs' weapons to the 49ers and all the 49ers' weapons to the, to the Chiefs and they kept their same quarterback, the score would be the same. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is that much of a difference maker. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. Like, if yep. you literally switch there, they, they have literally the same weapons. But, the same way, except but they Francisco don't now the, has a better running running back. But except, they I mean, obviously he didn't play that much today, but still. Yeah, but they don't they don't play the same way. Correct. So like so that's so that's you know, and that's a credit to not only Patrick Mahomes, but it's a credit to Andy Reid. And I also think that we need to give the Chiefs a bit of a of a break. Not that we've nobody's really ever critical of the Chiefs, but to get these pieces, to get Juju Smith-Schuster involved, to get Marquez Valdez-Scantling, which they were not really involved in the first part of the season. Well, now we're into week seven, and we're seeing them more. Michael Hardman was in the end zone three times today. So now you're seeing you're seeing those gaps or that, that ability to uh, take up for the Tyreek Hill absence. Now that's all coming to fruition. Uh, the Seahawks have just made it a burrito in George's words. Kenneth Walker, 74-yard touchdown run. It's going to extend the lead to 36 to 16 with the extra point coming under seven minutes to go in that contest so kenneth walker who was tackled for the safety a little while ago makes up for it with that uh that clinching run but the 49ers i this is the thing about the mccaffrey deal we started off the show george and i i I was not trying to be devil's advocate i just everybody was in love with this mccaffrey deal and i'm not taking a victory lap after week one the question is, though, how much does it make you better? And I and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think that people would, that would say it's going to help out Jimmy Garoppolo 
that 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 maybe would be that would be a reason for it. But to give up the amount that they had, like the Rams were not going to be a threat uh, with Christian McCaffrey. No matter what the 49ers try to tell you, they've got bigger fish to fry. And I just I don't know. And, and, and after one game when he's only been there 48 hours, it's not a true test. But now they're sitting there at three and four and now I have to figure out a way to put Christian McCaffrey into their offense. It's going to take a little while. Yes. It, and you have a ready-made team already with Elijah Mitchell, who should be coming back at some point this season. I just don't think adding a running back was the greatest dire need of the 49ers. And I'm not piling on well, because they're down they 21 now. They, they only have one dire need. <laughs> and, and that can't get fixed right now. That's at quarterback. So I, I'm a big believer. Well, with the Christian McCaffrey trade. I thought, and, and this is a rare instance where I thought that there were multiple winners. I thought that the 49ers won because they wanted another weapon and they got it. And and I thought that the Car- that the Carolina Panthers absolutely, Dan, that they did the right thing. They were they were in a situation where they went on the prices right, and they and they and they won a Bentley. <laughs> and except except for when they went home too, they realized, oh my God, I don't even have enough money to pay my mortgage. I don't have enough money to like pay these student loan bills. I don't have enough money to buy food. So so then, what's the optimal thing to do in that situation, Dan? Uh, sell the car. Exactly, sell the Bentley <laughs> and and get yourself back on your feet. And that's what the Carolina Panthers did. They're going to get a billion draft. Well, will they get? What four draft? They yep. get a second, third, and fourth in the upcoming draft, and then the fifth the next year. So they're getting four draft picks, at like in quality draft picks. So they're going to be able to bolster this roster very quickly, very similar to a team that we just saw put the put the screws to the Chargers, and that's the Seahawks, who just Kenneth Kenneth Walker Jr. Just uh, just broke for long, and now it's thirty seven sixteen, and this is embarrassing for the the uh, Chargers because they have been undressed by the Seahawks and by the Jaguars. And Brock Purdy just threw an interception uh, for the 49ers at the end zone, so the Chiefs will run out the clock. Uh, <laughs> going to win that one, forty four to twenty three. I want to quick tell you that we're going to get to we're going to get to Kevin Figures. Then we're going to get to Bo Benson, and then I'm going to tell you this story that happened with the Browns and Ravens today. But one final thing on this Panthers situation. We know Sam Darnold's been designated uh, to return. We think Baker Mayfield could be back maybe as soon as next week for the Panthers. There is an interesting clause in the deal with Baker Mayfield that if he plays 70% of the snaps for the Panthers, that the pick that Carolina conveys to Cleveland is a fourth rounder, if not an nope. end up being a fifth rounder. He's toast, bro. Yeah. He I, will not see the field again, buddy. I wonder if that's going to play into, especially for a team. I know they say that they aren't tanking, but if they go with if they go with PJ Walker or Darnold, that would be a reason why Mayfield would end up being on the bench. It's only a round and we're only talking about fourth and fifth rounders, but that is a stipulation in that trade. All right, let's go to Kevin Figures. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. 
K-Fig's going to get us caught up to date on everything that's happening in the gridiron and also on the diamond. What's going on, Kevin? All right, Dan, you guys were talking about that Seahawks-Charger game about seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Kenneth Walker did rip off a 74-yard touchdown run, giving Seattle a 37-16 to lead. We mentioned a Mike Williams with a touchdown catch. Now, they just got Keenan Allen back in the lineup. He'd been out since week one with a hamstring injury. Mike Williams walking off the field with a couple of trainers favoring his right leg. So the hits keep on coming for Los Angeles. In San Francisco, the Chiefs with a 44-23 lead over the 49ers with about 30 seconds remaining. They're kneeling on the ball now, so it will be a final score of 44-23. Kansas City will improve to 5-2 and two on the season while the Niners drop to 3-4. and four. The Jets with a 16-9 victory over the Broncos in Denver. They improve to 5-2, and two, they being the New York Jets. Raiders with a 38-20 victory over the Houston Texans. Josh Jacobs, three touchdown runs there. Speaking of New York, what's in the water in New York? The Giants at 23 to 17 victory over the Jaguars. They improved to six and one. Commanders upsetting the Packers earlier, 23 to 21. And the Bengals getting three touchdowns through the air, one on the ground from Joe Burrow, and a 35 to 17 victory over the Atlanta Falcons. Dan, you mentioned baseball, the ALCS game four. Houston looking for the sweep. They're currently in a rain delay in New York. No word as to when they plan on getting that started, but the Yankees looking to stay alive down three games to none to Houston. The Astros potentially would be hosting the Philadelphia Phillies if they get a win tonight. That's because Philadelphia picked up a 4-3 victory in Game 5 of the NLCS. Bryce Harper, the go-ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth inning as the Phillies go to the World Series for the first time since 2009. Guys, back to you. Thank you very much, Kevin. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Just as Kevin was reading that, uh, just came across that game for the ALCS, 8.30 Eastern time. Literally just popped up on my phone. Jeff Passan just tweeted right now, uh, 8.30 Eastern time. That's what uh, that's what they expect for game four. Uh, George, Justin Herbert's still in the game for the Chargers, down 21, under five minutes to go. Stats. Um, Stats. <laughs> I mean, Austin, Austin Eckler is still in. They've already – well, actually, I don't even know if it's stats. Because remember, the week after – he got uh, his broken rib cartilage. They left him in the game yes. in against the Jaguars. That's why I brought it up because I just thought it was interesting that in a game that's likely. I mean, the Chargers could what do you score mean, here. This this game is over. I, I, bro. I know. I but I'm just I'm trying to at least give the benefit of the doubt as much as I can to Brandon Staley and the Chargers. But they're down 21 with four minutes to go. This just seems like a. And because and Justin Herbert, by the way, just scrambled for a first down to uh, to set them up with a first and goal situation. But when I saw him running, I just thought to myself, man, is this really worth it right now if you're the Chargers? The answer is no. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So you can pay some of those bonuses out, I guess. <laughs> and and you've lost Mike Williams, too. But the, but the good news is that Keenan Allen actually had a uniform on today. So, I mean... Uh, I mean, but that's about it, all that he did. Yeah. So, so I don't even know why. Yards. I don't even know why he had a uniform on if you weren't going to play him. The uh, it's going to be a third and goal for the uh, actually a fourth and goal as the Chargers will have it at the Seahawks three yard line. Charlotte's Web is the world's most trusted hemp extract, founded to serve wellness seekers looking for safe, clean, and natural options. It's the number one CBD brand on the market. Go go to charlottesweb.com and use promo code Sports fifteen for fifteen percent off your order. That's charlottesweb.com. Not available in Idaho or South Dakota. All right, Bo Benson, we didn't get to your uh, fantasy numbers. Now is your time. Our fantasy misses four. Week seven in the NFL. Go, 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 go. 
Fantasy hits and misses. What do you got, Bo? That's right. I teased this one. I made a promise to America on this very show uh, that this guy would never find his way onto the hits, and he really made sure he didn't do it today. Uh, Jared Goff against the (laughs) Dallas Cowboys. 228 yards, two interceptions, two lost fumbles. Uh, Just atrocious from him today. And then this might not be fair, but I'm going to do it. The guy on the other side of the field, Dak Prescott, uh, he was not any good against probably the worst defense in the NFL. 207 yards and one touchdown in his much-hyped return in a game he chose to return in. So I don't know what that says about Dak. Uh, Going to the running backs, Jamal Williams filling in for DeAndre Swift. Uh, 79, 79 yards and one fumble. Not a good day from him. Leonard Fournette of the Buccaneers uh, only had 19 yards on the ground today and a, uh, a bad loss for the Buccaneers. Chris Godwin, the Buccaneers wide receiver, just seven receptions for 43 yards. And C.D. Lamb, again, just four receptions, 70 yards against an awful uh, Detroit defense. Not a uh, not a great day for these guys. No, you thought that, that there would maybe be more. But I will say this about Dak's return. The Cowboys were playing a style of football that was allowing them to win games. So it was going to take Dak to adjust to what the Cowboys are doing and not the Cowboys adjust to what Dak wants to do. So it wasn't pretty today, and it was actually a closer game than the score appeared. The Lions had it uh, first in goal at the one and fumbled. Uh, Cowboys added a late tee, a late touchdown. So you had you had a closer game, but I will say that Cooper Rush probably would have played the similar game to Dak. I think it's a good yes. opportunity. I think it was uh, it was good for Dallas to have this sort of performance because you don't want Dak throwing it 45 times. There's a lot of Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott today for the Cowboys. So thank you very much, Bo. Get Bo on Twitter, at Bo T. Benson. Lions, though, still with those uh, six points. The Chargers are in the end zone. Justin Herbert, a touchdown pass to Austin Eckler. So it's 37-23 to with 3.22 left to go in that contest in L.A. It's the only game going on right now. The game that I wanted to talk about earlier was the Ravens and Browns. And, and George, there was a team that you teased earlier that we haven't got to. I'll quick ask you about that. Who lost today that should be okay with their loss? That like Even though they lost, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, probably the, well, well, the, uh, te- Texans, because you knew that you were bad. Um, wasn't there one from the early window though? And I apologize. Cause you mentioned it off oh, the top. You said that there were two oh, teams that were in your crosshairs and one that got a pass this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that was a team that got a pass, even though that they won. Oh, and, okay. And that's the Ravens. Okay, good. Dude, they are not – this is not looking good. Like They are 4-3 and three right now. And granted, they have gifted – they have gifted wins to the other teams, right? Absolutely mm-hmm. gifted. But Lamar Jackson has not played well the last couple of weeks. Today he finished 9 for 16 for a buck 20. And, and Cleveland, I know that they've been a run funnel – this year for everybody, but good Lord, like a buck 20, you are Lamar Jackson. I don't know what's going on with this team, but uh, they are not nowhere near where I thought that they should be at this point. And yes, yes, they got a win, but I am concerned about this football team. They gave away, they gave away the football, which allowed the Browns to have an attempt to possibly tie the game. Cade York had a 60 yard field goal blocked. It was going to be a 55-yarder, George. Yeah, and 
Did you see what? Yes. But the explanation was that the Ravens weren't offsides because when the Ravens crossed into the neutral zone, the player that moved for the Browns was not one and a half players away from when the player jumped offsides. That was the explanation by Gene Steratore where, and just for an example, if the defender jumped offsides on the right tackle and it was the left tackle that ended up moving back, that that's why they called the penalty on Cleveland. So Cleveland ended up losing five yards. That was the explanation when it surely clearly looked like it was a, a neutral zone infraction by the Ravens. But then what was pointed out on the broadcast, which was even more interesting by Trent Green, and I give him a lot of credit for it, 60-yard field goal is <laughs> tough to do. We get it. You want to get as close as you can. 55 is better than 60. But Trent Green pointed out that the Browns only set up about seven yards from the center as opposed to maybe the eight that you see more often now in the National Football League. And I think that was a reason why the ball got deflected. It was a great observation by Trent Green to be like, they're only at about seven or seven and a half yards because you want to get as close as you can when you have a 60-yard field goal. But that also means that the trajectory of your kick is going to be low. And if you're not as far back, that means that the Ravens have an opportunity to, to deflect it. And that's exactly what they did to seal a win. So just crazy happenings in Baltimore today. A lot of a lot of stuff, and I know the Browns are probably frustrated. Ravens probably aren't thrilled with the win, but they ended up getting one today. Yeah, and and at the end of the day in the NFL, wins matter most. Like wins matter a lot more than it, because they buy you time. They buy you time to figure it out because the the Ravens can still figure it out. I mean, when you look at at that division, they're still tied for top of the division with the with the Bengals. The Bengals have bought themselves some time after a tough start to the season. So so time is the most important thing. That that's what the wins buy you. Prime example, the New York Jets. They don't have as good a quarterback situation as they want right right now, but they have bought Zach Wilson time. To, mm-hmm. to a try to figure it out because they're winning. The Indianapolis Colts, they don't have as much time. The Dallas Cowboys, they don't have a ton of time because the Giants and the Eagles are playing so well. So so where, where sometimes you don't have the luxury of time. Like if Minnesota wins next week, uh, Green, Green Bay doesn't have time. They are mm-hmm. in in like if the playoffs start. Yes, Win yeah. Now if mode. the playoffs started to today, Green Bay would not be in the playoffs after seven games. Let that sink in. Oh, and San Francisco would not be in the playoffs either. They haven't played like a playoff team, so they probably don't deserve it. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. It's Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We'll get an update on a big injury in the NFL today, plus our MVPs. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. It's a Fox football Sunday. Welcome back to Fox Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer, live from the TireRack.com studios. And the serious injury that uh, we 
teased earlier has to do with Jets running back Brees Hall, where head coach Robert Sala told reporters after the game that they believe that Hall suffered an ACL injury, something that Adam Kaplan mentioned when he joined us last hour, and that uh, it does appear to be serious. So Hall, who had a 74-yard touchdown run before he was injured and part of that Jets win against the Broncos, uh, that's the uh, dark cloud as the Jets uh, end up getting that win against the Broncos. But one of the top young talents in the NFL uh, very uh, likely, according to these preliminary reports, could be done for the season, George. Yeah, and they know, just so, just so you know, that when these sorts of things happen, they know what's up. Like, mm-hmm. like they're like I remember when I tore my ACL, it was very, very apparent <laughs> what was what was going on. They were uh, they did the little test on my knee. And the doctor, he turned around and looked at the trainer and shook his head, was like, mm-mm. And no. I was like, damn. <laughs> ah, jeez. That, that stinks for Brees Hall. Stinks for you at that point. But uh, as you said, they know. Uh, they know. I want to get your thoughts on Steelers-Dolphins uh, tonight and also Patriots-Bears tomorrow. But first, George, we've got our MVPs for Week 7. It's Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. MVP. Let's go. Most valuable plays. Falcons at Bengals. Burrow throws toward the left side. Oh. Back shoulder throw. Chase makes the catch. Oh. Cuts it the of the field. Bye-bye. And the chase of Chase is unsuccessful. A 41-yard touchdown. Bengals Radio Network. Lions at Cowboys. Shotgun for Goff on third and 12. Blitz look. Here they come. Goff, rush, throws it over the middle. Intercepted by Jordan Lewis at the 50-yard line. The Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Colts at Titans. Ryan gets rid of it quickly. It's intercepted. 30, 40, 50, Adams 40. WGFX 104.5 Titans Radio Network. Packers at Commanders. RPO again. Heineken going to take a shot towards McCord. Near sideline. It's caught. Touchdown. Touchdown, Washington. Big 100 Commanders Radio Network. Buccaneers at Panthers. Walker the snap. Fires downfield. Tommy Trebles open. Makes the catch. Touchdown, Panthers. 99.7 The Fox. Panthers Radio Network. Giants at Jaguars. Lawrence in a shotgun. Empty set again. Takes the snap. Back to throw. Steps up. Fires it to the end zone. It's caught at the one-yard line. Giants stand him up. He's not in. And the Giants going to run out. WFAN Giants Radio Network. Browns at Ravens. They'll give it to Gus Edwards. Edwards looks to the left. Picks his way into a pile. Converges. Touchdown, Ravens. 98 Rock Ravens Radio Network. Texans at Raiders. Over the middle. Intercepted Harmon at the 30. 40. Racing far side. 50. 30. Harmon at the 20. Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Jets at Broncos. Snap, toss, sweep to the left. Ball with blockers in front. Has a crease to the 45, to the 50. Left sideline, 40. Down the sideline, 30. He's gone! 20, 10, 5! Touchdown! Brees Hall, house call. The Jets take the lead. Jets Radio Network. 
Chiefs at 49ers. First down goal to go for the Chiefs at the three. Play action fake. Mahomes grips the ball. Fires it late. Caught in the back of the end zone. Touchdown. Kansas City. Justin Watson gets to gargle the nectar. 106.5 The Wolf and the Chiefs radio network. Seahawks at Chargers. L.A. looks like they want to rush four, and they do. Geno has time. Steps up. He's going to let it fly. Down the near side. It's caught. Goodwin. Touchdown. Seahawks. What a beautiful throw by Gino! Seahawks Radio Network. The most valuable plays. Gibbles for everybody! This is Fox Football Sunday. All right, George, two games left in week seven, including one tonight in Miami. The return of Tua Tungavailoa as they host the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like the Dolphins just because they're wearing their 1972 throwbacks tonight, so they should look really sharp. How does Tua fare in his return from his concussion? Man, I don't know, man. I, I, he doesn't seem like a guy that's going to be playing with, with a lot of fear, so I think that he should be I think he should be fine as long as he can actually physically make it through the entire game. If he makes it through the entire game, I think you probably end up with another big game from, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And I'm hoping it's Jalen Waddle, you know, a nice 40 pointer. I could use that (laughs) for my fantasy team right now. I was going to say, I I figured there had to be some fantasy aspect as well. Could see a little more Raheem Mostert as well. One thing that I will say, I think we've realized that Tua is the best quarterback on the Dolphins roster. I know Teddy Bridgewater put up a lot of yards (laughs) last week against the Vikings, but it's proved that Tua uh, should be the number one guy in Miami. As for Patriots and Bears in that rematch of Super Bowl 20, we'll talk about that another time for george reister i'm dan Bayer. talk to you next time on fox sports red zone radio at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.